everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast brought to you by our patrons, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. I'm out of the hospital. And I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And uh, today we are talking about uh, some V Premium reveals that we were uh, shown, but mostly our vague disappointments with just ever going back to the concept of imaginary gifts. Atlas's vague disappointment that going well, back to the concept. Also, okay, so I just want to I just want to say that I think imaginary gifts were a fucking mistake, right? <laughs> but I do think V got kind of figured out almost, and then they printed fucking prisms. So if we could delete prisms from existence, I think V would be pretty good. I also want to preface this by saying, uh, I basically was in the hospital to have my brain scrambled, for lack uh-huh. of a better term. The goal was to capture a seizure, and they did that. Um, Sick brags uh, having a brain and all. Yeah, I also (laughs) feel like an alien in my own body right now. So uh, this is going to be the Sergeant Peppers of of Nexus at Night episodes, I think. Um, But, uh, yeah, what what, uh, made me interested in, like, going back and talking about uh, V Premium again was they are starting to reveal more stuff for that, what is it, Revival Collection? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Tachikaze Grade 3, uh, Spino Commando or Spino Driver? They I don't lo- remember. They looked the same. <laughs> Whichever one. <laughs> yeah. Grade 3 for Tachikaze, Excel Gifts, uh, Auto on Vanguard, when this unit attacks uh, or when you ride on it, you can counterblast one, retire two rear guards, you get an imaginary gift Excel, draw a card, choose a card from your hand, call it to rear, then choose two of your units and they get plus 5k, and then also auto on rear once per turn. When your drive check reveals a trigger, put the top card of your deck as this unit's equipped gauge. Yeah, this card sucks. So, it's just this thing of Gaia was good and uh, Angerblader was the pinnacle for uh, Tashikaze. Mm-hmm. So, what's even the point anymore? <laughs> I don't know. It's like they're not even trying different cards for Tachikaze at this point. Like, the Neo cards or whatever, the Tachi cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much the only card that was, like, vaguely interesting was Tachikaze. Yeah. The dragons are bad. Like The Tsukuyomi support is kind of whatever. Um, I knew it, to be honest. I, I just assumed it sucked. Eh, it kind of sucks, yeah. I haven't touched OTT in a while, but, like, Tsukuyomi was never that great, and all this does is add four more triggers to your deck, I guess. Oh, so it does, huh? Oh, and if you can counterblast to make it a crit trigger. Yes. Yeah. But it's only for your Vanguard. I don't... I fail to see how this is significantly different from Susano's support. Yeah, that's the point. Say that again? I don't understand the point of this. I don't either. Um, it seems what that they owe me even do. I don't remember anymore. Are are we at the point where they've run out of ideas? Where they're like, okay, so. I thought that was the point of this reboot. <laughs> that yeah, that's what I thought. I also thought it was like a power creep thing where they're like, everything gets everything else. So we should probably, you know, start over again. Um, uh, I guess. Tsukuyomi does need to reveal two or more triggers during your drive check, so... 
I guess you have to ha I guess having four more triggers does something for the deck, I guess. It's not that it doesn't do anything for the deck, it's that it, it does a thing and then who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty um, sure Sukiyomi is still just bad. Whether or not something's bad or good, Prism is the the best deck in the format for that. Um, but also, it's this thing where, uh, because of how flippant the power creep was near the end there, uh, it it turned into this thing where these amazing displays of card advantage just feel like dog shit. Like, I have the Hamstay build for V Premium, and I am able to get, like, four Excel gifts in a turn, or something close to it. So, like, by turn four, you have, like, four extra front row things, and they're all full. So, you know, that that's uh, seven attacks with minimal effort, and it's boring. I don't understand. Make it make sense. I mean, is it really seven? Well, because you have your three front row and then your four extra uh, front row circles. So, yes. I mean, eventually. Yeah. But, like, how often do you get four Excel gifts? I got it against, uh, against Prism. And it's my friend, because he's like, I want to play V Premium. I'm like, okay, I'll bring the, the deck to locals. I'll, I'll play you. And then uh, we played, and I had to pee the entire time we were playing. And then yeah, right. I finished the game just so I could go pee. Like, that's not something that you should be doing for uh, a trading card game. Your goal should not be, I need to finish this so I can go to the bathroom. It should be, I want to play the game. You could and have not have said, it. like, hold on, can you, can, you, can you pause for a second? I need to go to the bathroom. I could. But, but he was just super unengaged with the game. There you go. That's it. Um, oh. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, off mic before uh, we started, you're saying that V Premium is the best format, not counting Prism. Yeah. What, if, you, if Prism did not exist, I think V would be the best format. What makes it that for you? Um, things to do, mostly. Uh, I don't know. There's, like, actual, like, the overdress. So, pre, first of all, actual premium is just not, not in the conversation. Yeah, actual uh, premium has uh, gotten a little bit uh, wacky. Cause like yeah, I... we'll come back. We'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> I don't want to get on topic on that yet. Yeah. Uh, and like, but the problem with overdress is we have you know you have kind of the good decks which are like Bruce Bastion and then like other things. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it, it's basically the problem that we saw early in V, where like decks that attacked only three times are like already at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Except we're seeing it at set two. And set two is already like really low value. Like it's kind of like I don't know, slowing down already, which feels bad to say for me. But do you think that might be because they're spacing out the sets again? Not sure, hmm. but I just haven't been vibing with it. 
That's fair. I mean, the what I've really been enjoying is the the sitting and waiting and uh, experimenting because a problem I had with V was sets coming out every month. A destroys your wallet big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, B it turns into this thing where you never get to really experiment and uh, create in terms of deck building um, as opposed to with Overdress we're waiting like two, three months sometimes four I think at one point uh, between sets so you are forced to sit and be there with your own thoughts and try new things and I think that's leading to interesting uh deck building compositions i also think that promos matter more because that's the the only piece of like new card that you get within that amount of time promos for the most part are either super broken and you need four or people are just like whatever i don't care they're fine but in overdress like example in stoikea the the one that like kills itself for a counter charge Due to the simplicity of the game as of right now, that matters a lot for uh, mainly Magnolia players, but you can also run that in Zorga. And even then, that leads to something where people are like, do I really want to play the deck where I can unflip my damage, or should I just try and kill faster? But that also makes it less stable. And you're able to ask yourself these questions because of working on a lower level on a on a more simple level um i'm not saying that uh, the game being faster makes that bad necessarily i think there were cool deck building options in v premium also but i think this is probably the most fun i've had with vanguard in a long time and it's also something that kept me sane while I was in the hospital for a week, was mm-hmm. just theory crafting based off of the limited card pool we have. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, especially for set two, like, we actually saw some sets become, like, less... Like, like so before set two, Bastion had, like, two builds, basically. Yeah. You were, like, playing the draw order, or you were playing the retire order. Yeah. We both have, like, their pros and cons. But now after set two, there's, like, one build of Bastion. Exactly. One. And that is up Chosen Knights, and that is yep. it. <laughs> yep. You play that card, and you play nothing else. And it's just, like, so, like, when, you know, for Bruce, the, you know, as you get more good cards, the deck space gets a bit tighter as well. Mm-hmm. You just see, like, pretty much you just mess with the great ones in Bruce at this point. Yeah. Um... I know for things like Orphist or Magnolia uh, Prison, they have multiple variants. Um, for Orphist, you have like the what's it, what is that? The eagle that makes people like kill something at the end of each uh, turn. I guess. So like. Aren't there builds where you run that just to make the opponent, like, blow something up every turn? I mean, how many turns do these games last? I don't know. I know for, for Prison, they can last quite a long time. Sure. Um, so you can have your control variant, where it's, like, make them waste resources to get their shit back, or the 
aggro variant where it's just get to three in prison and get your triple drive and leave it at that. Um, or I mean, like, the game plans, like, don't change that much regardless of which variant you're playing. But, like, like, like the matchup against, like, if you're playing prison against into Bruce, the matchup's mostly to find turquoise. Mm-hmm. And you pretty much need to keep that thing around forever. Because that card is very annoying. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Otherwise, they're just like, oh, I'm doing all the sh- all of my bullshit again. Here's my full power bullshit. Enjoy. Although, <laughs> at least in the case of Bruce, it's uh, th- they care more about counterblast now. So the a little bit, yeah. Well, because like, now, now you care about protobulb and stuff like that. I mean, they played protobulb before, but it's still not like like it's like it's not necessary to their first rush, right? So yeah. like the they're first their kind of first go at you is not going to be necessarily needs a lot of counter blast Mm. which is infuriating actually (laughs) yeah it means that denying bruce is kind of not worth it for the most part yeah but it also doesn't have much of an answer to aggression um because you know most of the effects aren't alive until turn four i mean eden is kind of the the play there yeah but, That's why people are still on Eden for that reason. Yeah, but like not as much as they used to. It's like a two yeah. of. Um, I mean, it's like there was a bunch of debate whether or not even they should play Eden, and I think uh, most people have kind of landed on the uh, yeah, we're playing Eden. I think yeah, j- just as a safety measure. Um, it's just really dangerous to to not do that. Also, Eden can like snipe like turquoise or something of the sort. Like if they. They're throwing it in weird places. Yeah, Turquoise has or, become kind of a lightning rod, which is pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, but the problem is, it's like you're also the only card that matters, right? So, like, it being a light, it being a lightning rod isn't effect. It's not like it's protecting something else. Like a lightning rod effect would be more useful if it protects something, right? If you just have a lightning rod in the middle of an open field that where nothing was going to get hit anyway, it doesn't do anything. Well, it, it keeps your vanguard from getting hit. But I mean, yeah. But Unless the you know opponent has recorded they just retire removal. it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like not and a also, lot of not a lot of decks have the removal. And also the order in Bruce is also fucking disgusting. Yeah, that thing is crazy. The uh, like the combination of all this bullshit is just kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. And that does use CB for sure. But yeah. like, I still like their turns are still really strong even without uh, a lot of CB. Yeah, yeah, but it's still something wherein they have things they want to do with it now whereas before it was something where counterblast was almost an afterthought for bruce it was just like oh yeah i mean i'll just get my stuff back i don't care <laughs> yeah and they're playing the dog too yeah but now now it's like you know they have a like a toy that you're taking away by mm-hmm. imprisoning their stuff i know that's not, that was like a huge roundabout but sorry um I'm wondering. Oh, the bait is good. Yeah. Interesting content. <laughs> Interesting. Content. I have nothing to add to this conversation, for the record. I. I didn't really know where to go with this. I. A, a, after the week I've had, it, it's been like just kind of a brain scramble for me, and I'm like. Ugh. I'm working on it. Um, I'm wondering, like, what would it take for you to like actually care about V Premium? In general, both of you. Uh, I don't know. 
cool cards. Like, Dykeiser, like was interesting. Yeah. But, like, ultimately, if nothing happens to Prism, I think that it's kind of difficult for me to give a shit. So, Prism's got to go for it to, to matter? I, 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 I really think Prism needs a hit. Like, like Lise or uh, El, El, uh, Ellie. Something uh, like that. Lise was the call from top of deck, right? Or... Uh, yeah, basically. See how long it's been for me? <laughs> um, like, just something that, like, turns down, like, either their early aggression or their shield, or, like, their defenses. Yeah. Because, like, both those are kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, you can't have all of that. And it, uh, yeah, it calls from top. And it also can be called as a grade one, which is really infuriating. Oh yeah, that 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 thing. I remember it coming out. Like you, th- there's a, there's paper trail for that. Go back to li- go back to listening to those episodes. I, I've complained way too much about Lisa. But Lynn. like, I think if you hit like, even if you do like a choice, right? It's still like fine. I think. I just think both is like really stupid. Yeah. And maybe that would solve the problem. I'm not even sure. But, like, Prism is just, like, a lie. Mm-hmm. It seems that uh, choice restrictions in general are, like, kind of a good compromise in yeah. Sherrod's case. Because, like, I remember when they first started doing those, people were like, is this really a good idea? Um, I mean, they've been doing them in Weiss for an eternity. Yeah, but, like, it, it's been long enough in Vanguard now where people are like, yeah, it's worked out fine, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think Prism just needs to be toned down. Because it is really, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, really I know. Something. I know in general to make something more interesting, like more events, more uh, more people playing it in your local area, so that you have an incentive to bring your bring your shit to locals and play people. Yeah. Um, that that's an you know implied, but I I've think... never really been playing any card games. To be fair, I bought a I'm, I'm buying a white set in next month, but that's mm-hmm. like it. That's uh, cool for the podcast co-host about a TCG. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just yanking you. I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know. I like, I don't even, like, I don't even care about magic anymore. Like, dang, I, I mean, haven't cared about magic in years. We've like, we've gone through ebbs and flows of caring about Vanguard and actually playing it. Um, especially during COVID, wherein you can't really meet up with people. Or during, like, that middle part of V, where it was just so stupid. Yeah. Uh, like, the Luar into Gold Paladin. That was really cool. That was not a fun time. But uh, Vanguard Insider put up a thing on his Twitter, which we retweeted, um, about burnout. And uh, I gotta say, the thing that's kept us, like, alive for five years is knowing that it's okay to, like, take a break or like you've seen us we, we've just been like yeah no no episode this week shit happens um and i think that's important for us continuing but i i don't know if anything is ever going to make me go back to v in earnest ever uh well i think it's hard to go back to v in earnest when there's this other shit going on basically overdress or yeah like overdress specifically yeah and like nobody's going to premium because like the only thing that kind of even gave anyone hope for premium 
was the fact that there might be a ban list after the BCS, right? Yeah, and there was. But it has been two months Yeah. since that event, and we've not even heard anything about it. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard anything about that. We also haven't... Like, are we still getting reveals for that Revival Collection? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we already know what the Revival Collection is. Like, I think we know all the yeah. cards in it already. Yeah, so I'm... Part of me also thought, like, if not at, immediately after the event, they would be like, oh, let's wait till we release everything, and then... I don't know. Are, are I, they hoping these heels do something? Because at face value, they definitely don't. Yeah, it's definitely not enough. I mean, some of it's actively harmful, right? Yeah. What? Uh, why? Because you get, like, more crazy G-darts? Or... No, because you can undo damage denial. You just give yourself mm-hmm. counter blasts. Yeah. Man, new I die is going to be very cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, new I die is still legal. This is kind of why I, I was so, like, in awe when I found out that uh, Commander Jaime was doing the uh, premium Spring Fest. I was like, really? Damn. Okay. Good on you for, yeah, like... And, and don't get me started on fucking Genesis. Yeah. That deck's broken. Mm-hmm. I, I went and uh, sold off the deck at uh, Frank's uh, last week and made Fire. it decent amount of money actually so that was nice um, but uh, it, I, I I don't know if uh, if it's me getting old if I've become a vanguard boomer of some sort I don't know if it's the equivalent of several blows to the head <laughs> or <laughs> or whatever it is but it's uh, something that I think I am forever changed by the Overdress reboot, how how many months has it been since we've started? Um, it's been like two or three months, I think. Maybe. Um, I don't know. 2021 has been progressing way faster than it feels like. Oh, yeah, for real. We're already eight months in. That's nuts. Um, yeah, Genesis of the Five Greats was May, so May, June, July. Yeah, okay, so about four months. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, of the four months it's been, I, I don't know, I've, I've just been enjoying myself and the dynamic of my friends and I and my locals and I uh, with how games are played, and e- even if it's, like, on this smaller scale and with less mm-hmm. uh, crazy shit with imaginary gifts, but... Yeah, I mean... The big one of the big problems I've had with V is like the gift accelerating, and it seems like their solution to that is to make everyone have it. Yeah, instead of what stopping that shit. Yeah, I I wasn't really sure what. It's like capitalism. There's not really a way to curb it for the most part. It just keeps growing. Like, like honestly, at some. Point, I wonder if they just have to make a ruling that says you get exactly one gift per turn. That's it. Then half no the cards they print no longer do anything. Super funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, that is one of the things turning me off of V is just, like, the cr- because gifts can be so impactful unless they're protect gifts. It's like, 
being able to stack like three force markers in a turn or getting like two or three excel gifts and just having these ridiculous boards is like not fun to me like i appreciate the slower pace of overdress so far like aside from bastion a lot of the multi-attacking decks take a little bit of setting up yeah so like and even Bastion, like, you can kind of aggro it early because it doesn't have it doesn't really have a response to it. So I appreciate like the overall slower pace of overdress. I like that you have the option of trying to like outpace the more aggressive decks like Bruce and Bastion. Uh like I think generally they've done a better job of designing interesting mechanics for overdress. Like, I like a lot of what they've been doing with all of the different ride lines so far, mm-hmm. even if, like, all of them definitely have problems. Problems like, in terms of, like, the decks like, themselves, or problems, like, for the meta? Like, pro- like Matt said, I think they still have not really found a way to make three attack decks compete well, mm. because... There's only so many ways you can actually win the game, right? Like, you have to deal six damage somehow, and so... Like, in most cases, you probably just need some... Like, big numbers only get you so far if you're only doing one damage. So at some point, like, three attack decks need something like crits or guard restricts, and that gets very linear, very fast, compared to, like, the many different ways you can give decks the ability to attack more than three times... Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, so for the card fight Invitational, uh, there was not very many bastions for that at all, um, and we had like wacky shit with uh, yeah. like a good number of Zorgas in there for whatever reason. Um, it was a very strange uh, set of top eight, but. I'm... Yeah, but that was also, like, mostly creators, and I feel like we also have a... Like, creators tend to have a different perspective of things compared to, like, your average player. What, I would what... definitely not use a creator tournament as, like... Yeah. Uh, a Levis a... test? Yeah. I I knew there was part of... I, I knew at least some of the people were just like, I am sick of running into Bastion. I'm gonna not do that. Yeah. Um... I was definitely one of those people, but uh, I didn't play what I wanted to play because I was using uh, Proxied Magnolia and didn't want to unproxy it. So, uh, Ran Bruce got my ass handed to me. But uh, I don't think that was the case for everybody. <laughs> it was still yeah. it was still neat seeing uh, Nirvana take the whole thing, though. That's uh, yeah. ver- very cool. I mean... Okay, Nirvana set one was, like, kind of mediocre, but, like, set two now, it's looking pretty good. I honestly think Bastion is overrated, but... Mm. I, I still think the uh, the winningest part of Bastion is its simplicity. And yeah. I, and I think that like... does more than people are giving it credit for, wherein you there is very little, uh, not margin for error, but, like, ability to err. You are... You, you do the the thing that your brain tells you to do, even if it's running on, like, half capacity, and that's the correct yeah. thing. I mean, like, obviously the deck itself is still very strong, like, for... 
consistently getting four attacks, consistently making like 30k plus columns is obviously good. I just feel like there are a lot of very easy solutions that people just don't seem to be taking against it, mainly rushing. Mm-hmm. And also, like, people are sleeping on Magnolia, probably. Like, Magnolia, I pr- think, just destroys the Bastion matchup, but... Yeah, that's right, bitch. The Magnolia. Like, nobody Come join the Magnolia. <laughs> nobody in Japan is playing Magnolia. It has a very low representation, and the win rate is, like, kind of mediocre. So I feel like, I don't know, people just have not picked up on that. I think, well... Uh... Uh, Mag also has a prison problem, yeah. um, and prison is, I think, the third biggest uh, it is. representation. So, you know, the, yeah. you have, like, like a natural prison predator. De- yeah, like, prison is definitely something to think about, but, like, Bastion is still the highest representation with, like, a very solid win rate, and it's weird to me that people still haven't figured out being more aggressive against it. It's not intuitive to be in, to be aggressive because in your head you go, oh, Aiden or Alden or whatever the name is, uh, is Counter Blast two, Soul Blast one. If I damage tonight, then they can't do the thing. And then Bastion's like, okay. Yeah, but like, who cares? They now have lineup chosen knights. Yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore. But I, I can see where people are coming from, at least in uh, in that case. Yeah. Um. So, I guess what I'm saying with all of this is that uh, it's not that you've seen The Last of Us in terms of covering V or premium stuff. It's that our, or at least my interest in it, has waned considerably. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, none of the things they've revealed so far has struck me as particularly interesting, like... The new Sukuyomi stuff basically just turns the deck into Susano, mm-hmm. which is really boring, and, like, OTT isn't that good anyways. Kaiser stuff seems pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck is going on with the Tachikaze support, and I don't care. Musketeer stuff... Eh. Was bad. Doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's what I... That's kind of what I thought, too. I don't know, like... See, that's the thing, is, like, they're desi- they're designing these with, like, lower power level, but all of the broken stuff is already there. Yeah. I feel like it's the same problem as, like, the first clan selection that they did, where, like, a lot of it was, like, pretty cool, interesting abilities. Like, they had good design philosophy going into it, but, like, V was already a pretty broken format. So if we had played, like the new clan selection stuff ignoring the rest of V it was fine I would like to introduce you and the listener which you already know what it is but uh, to a little concept called the one hit wonder (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know one hit wonders where an artist will release a banger of a song it tops the charts and then they can't follow it up with anything interesting. Uh, like that, um... Oh, what is the name of that fucking song? I'm Blue, Dava D, Dava Die, Do the <laughs> Macarena, uh, Baby Got Back, LA Face with an Oakland Booty. Like, in, insert your L, your one-hit wonder of choice. But it, it it's something that has followed 
what whatever clan it happens to be wherever it goes. Um, and Boucherode was would control it with a you know a ban list like Angerblader one or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when V gets out of control with all the Prism stuff, then they have to let Hannibal Lecter out of the cage, and uh, then you have the problem of okay, now we can't design anything ever again without it you know we can't beat this it's been done it's all been done woohoohoo I'm like a weird bare naked ladies kick for some reason anyway uh... (laughs) I think that's also where like the way they're currently designing overdress comes in where they're designing around these specific bosses so like it's very intentional that the decks aren't changing very much. They're kind of slowly patching holes and adding more options to the same strategy. Like, I realize that ma- that makes Overdress feel a little one-dimensional sometimes because they're moving it so slowly, but, like... That's what I like. I think, I like yeah, it. like, I think it's overall healthier for the game. We'll see how, like, adding new ride lines c- coming up in the next couple of sets is going to affect that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about like them adding enough ride lines to where we eventually were just back where we started. We're like, oh, there's 24 of these. Cool. I mean, we're already almost there. Yeah. Thankfully, we're Monasterio. Yeah, how do you feel about all that? I know uh, there's, like, weekly roundups and stuff, but uh, how are you feeling? I mean, like, they have good... They have interesting designs, I'll say that. Like, most... Like, most of them are pretty, like, brainy. Like, they require some sort of setup. It also means, like, the decks tend to lose to themselves a lot of the time. But overall, they seem like they'd be interesting to play, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. And they're all... mm, None of them are, like, super strong or anything. I think the best one so far is the cat. And that strikes me as being around the level of, like, Mag and Verena. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like pretty good but then has just enough inconsistency where it's probably not going to be on the level of like Bruce and Bastion which is fine I think. I don't think anyone was coming into this set expecting something to dethrone the top two so. I was. The fact that they're it's the fact that they're both like solid I think we've got a couple of like solid tier two contenders. Kyrie plays well in the prison like the cat has a very high ceiling if you can set it up right. Um, don't know about Felty Rosa yet. That just came out. Needs testing. LSTL got that one grade three that enables both skills, which is probably necessary. I think that's just now Unga Bunga play all odd grade units and smack your opponent with crits. That's probably it's probably the worst deck of the four we know so far. And then they're reveal. I think they're revealing the gemstone girl tomorrow, so we'll see. But yeah, I don't see anything dethroning Bruce and Bastion unless one of the last two ride lines is utterly ridiculous. So I guess we'll find out if the gemstone is truly, truly, truly outrageous. Yeah, like I. D- I mean, to be fair, the way they've described it so far, I have no idea what it could be. So that's exciting that they're continuing to find interesting mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Felty Rosa kind of boils down to, like, get extra attacks, but it does it in kind of an interesting way. And 
it means you have to like set up your turns to be able to like clear out your front row and kind of open up circles to be able to like set up your board properly. I like to think of that as all songs are made up of the same chords. It's what order and tempo you play them in. So eventually you're going to run out of shit to do with your trading card game, but if it's just different enough, I think you're fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, I, I guess, uh, do, do we have anything else we wanted to say about this? No, I feel like we've been struggling to, like, get anything said about this topic to begin with, but... I uh, know, but I, I I, wonder if Bouchard has just given up on premium. We'll see. Uh, sure seems like it. Premium never took off in V format, I don't think. Like, yeah. nobody cared about it. Uh, like, we're... Like, obviously, there's always going to be a vocal minority that speaks up about premium, but it seems like in terms of official support and, like, tournament support, nobody actually cares all that much about pre about real premium. And then, like, V premium, I feel like, could be salvaged, but I'm not sure how they do it. Like, uh, gifts were a mistake, and I don't know how they fit, hit the reset button on that. The, without the, invalidating, like, half the cards in the format. Yeah. Um, I think maybe eventually it'll mm -hmm. th it'll figure its shit out, but the pr the problem is is I'm not sure if it's been too late for the rest of us. Um, but uh, is it too late for you, the listener? Uh, to that, I say you can uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Nexus at Night. Tweet at us, because uh, we want to hear what you think about this. Um, if you want to support the show... Patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Uh, five bucks a month, cup of coffee, you get a whole ass bonus show with uh, us and some guests, and we talk about uh, weird shit, like why the hell was I in the hospital? Um, and uh, where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, 2 gs 2 z You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. You can find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter and Instagram, or you can check out my other podcast, Generation Dan, all caps on the Dan. Any, anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, me and two other comedians from different generations talking about shit. So, uh, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.